Good morning, good morning. How are you? How are you? How are you? How are you? I hope you're doing well this morning. I'm going to try something a little different. Um, And I don't know how long this is going to last. But I'm just going to read Ephesians 1. And maybe I'll do Ephesians 1, Ephesians 2, and go through the entire book of Ephesians the way I read it, the way I, when I read it, how it hits me. So these aren't going to be short 10-minute teachings. I'm just going to read and however long it takes to get through it, it's how long it takes to get through it. But anyways, I hope you're having a great morning, and here I go. If you go to Ephesians chapter 1, take out your Bible. I always suggest reading in um, in the new, in the King James, with the King James Version. And I'll explain that at some point. But if you go to chapter 1, verse 1, it says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful remaining within Christ Jesus. You always have to see who the book's written to. And this book is written to the faithful. It's written to those who believe. It's written for our learning. It's written for us. Verse 2, grace and peace be to you. And the source is from God, out from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace comes, grace comes through God's loving disposition. That comes to you and peace, which is the state of undisturbed well-being. All of that comes to you and that source is from God. So therefore, it's not from us. Verse 3, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Christ is the Son of God. God is his Father. They're not the same. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, having blessed us with all spiritual blessings, remaining within the heavenlies in Christ. We were blessed with all spiritual blessings through Christ. It all is from the believing in the name of Jesus Christ. Verse 4, according or even as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. And it's actually before, without blame in his sight in love. God looks at us without blame. You're holy and beloved. And he chose us before the fall of Adam. He knows every hair on your head. Verse 5, having predestinated us for the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself. We're children, but in the, in the Jews at that time, a son could be sold. An adopted son couldn't be sold. So you're not only, you're not only a son, but you are an adopted son. You have a higher position. You can't be sold. The minute you believe in the name of Jesus Christ, you are righteous You are a son of God. You cannot change that position. God won't ever sell you out. Verse six, to the praise. Well, I'm sorry, verse five. Having predestinated us to the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, even to the good pleasure of his will or his of his will. Verse six, to the praise of the glory of his grace. It's gloried. It's his glory that he did that for us. And it's all for his praise. He hath made us accepted in the beloved, in Jesus Christ. Because of what Jesus Christ did for us, he engraced us into that position where Jesus Christ stands. We are sons. Verse 6. In whom, in Jesus Christ, we have redemption and the dividing line is his blood, the forgiveness of sins or the remission of sins, even to the riches of his grace. 
So not only were we, not only are we sons and children of God, but he redeemed us. He delivered us from sin through the blood of Jesus Christ, and he forgave all sins, even to the riches of his grace. He brought us into the grace of God's, into God's grace. God set it up that through Jesus Christ, through believing in the name of Jesus Christ, we rest in the grace of God. It's not just the remission of sin. You are now in God's loving disposition. He loves you so much, which is awesome because it's now about that relationship. Verse nine, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to God's purpose or according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, which are in heaven and which are on earth, even remaining in him. All things will be gathered together at the return of Christ because that's the way God set it up. Verse 11, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated. We obtain the inheritance through Jesus Christ being predestinated or preordained according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. God doesn't need counselors. He purposed everything through Jesus Christ, and he decided that through Jesus Christ we're righteous. Verse 12, to the end that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. God decided that we are the praise, we are to his praise. You don't have to, like we, we get so worried, or I, before I, before I really got into all this, I was so worried about not being a believer, about, about doing wrong, about being wrong, about not following God's will, that I would condemn myself and give judicial sentence against myself. But God doesn't give judicial sentence against you anymore. We live in the newness of spirit. We live in the, we are sons of God. We are past judgment in order that we should be to the praise of his glory. When Jesus Christ comes back, that glory that's represented when Jesus Christ, the, the thing that draws attention to Jesus Christ, that glory remains within us and it's all to, God, to Christ's glory too. We live in a glorified state and it's for Jesus Christ just as much as it's for God because Jesus Christ's sacrifice was the sacrifice for us to the praise of the glory of God. Verse 13, in whom also ye trusted, after that ye heard the word, and that's the spoken word of truth, the gospel of your salvation or preservation, in whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. When you believe in the name of Jesus Christ, you're sealed with the Holy Spirit. You're se that seal can't come up. It can't be reopened. You're sealed right now as a son of God, adopted children, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. The Holy Spirit that rests in us, that's our inheritance. When you believe in the name of Jesus Christ, you're a son of God, and the inheritance is the Holy Spirit that's in you. That Holy Spirit, that new, 
the Holy Spirit that rests within you, also you're a new spiritual being, all that, all that stuff is our inheritance now. You can use your inheritance through the manifestation of the works of the Spirit, which are in here, and the seeds that are planted in you. Verse 15, Wherefore I also, after I heard your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. When he heard that he, when you believe in the name of Jesus Christ with Paul, when they believed, he would not stop thanking God for, for them because they believed. You know how much of a blessing it is? I don't know if you've ever done this to watch somebody go from an unbeliever to a believer. I've watched people grow in faith and it's the most wonderful thing as someone who talks about it and I guess teaches it. It's such a great feeling for me to watch those start to believe more on who they are. And that's all he was saying. Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers in order that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation or the unveiling in the knowledge or being acquainted with him. This acquainted, this epignosis, has to do with a true and personal relationship with God before they were all under the law. But this says right here, in order that, the reason why Jesus Christ died, when you believe it's all in order that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you, he gave you as the inheritance, the spirit of wisdom. And again, Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God. So you have the wisdom of God in you. That they, If you believe in the name of Jesus Christ, you're saved. And revelation or the revealing of the knowledge or being acquainted with him. We have the spirit and therefore we can be acquainted with God because God is spirit. It's like, it's like, um, boy, I don't even know if this is a good analogy because it's not coming to me quick enough. You can't talk to somebody if you don't understand their language. But God is spirit and we have the spirit resting in us now. We can communicate with God. We can become acquainted with God. You can have an acquaintance with God where God speaks to you and tells you what to do. That's what the inheritance is that we received from believing in Jesus Christ. In order that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge or the epignosis of him. That the eyes of your understanding... And this understanding is um, having by moral effects, it's understanding the, the good, what's good and what's wrong. And you actually have the laws written in your heart, which is coming up. But that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope or the expectation of future good of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. He enlightened your eyes. When you have the spirit in you, we, we rest, gen, or I, well, this is more of a we. We rest in the feelings of our body, our carnal nature. And when you start to put on the spiritual nature and realize that your inheritance comes from God, that you inherited the Holy Spirit, 
and that now you can walk. He gave you a word, uh, the knowledge of wisdom, which is the wisdom of Christ. He gave you the opportunity to build a relationship with him. And now he's enlightened your eyes to see the truth. You have that now. It's just about tapping into that truth and starting to rely on your spirit. Start getting away from the carnal, what's going on in this cosmos and all this other stuff and starting to get quiet with God and build a relationship with God and starting to see the truth that's, just, that's beyond this, this cosmos. It's spiritual. We live in a, in a straight betwixt two. We live in the carnal and we have spiritual things going on and God enlightened your eyes to see it. That the eyes of your understanding understanding the difference between good and evil, having been enlightened that ye may know what is the expectation of future good of his calling and what the riches or the wealth of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his inherent power to us word who believe according to the workings of his mighty power. And what is the exceeding or surpassing greatness of his inherent power? God can do anything, and God gives you the ability to do anything through belief, as long as it's according to his will. Verse 20, which he wrought in Christ. So let's go back to verse 19. It says, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ? when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Jesus Christ died and the greatness of God rose him up in a new spiritual state and set him at the right hand of God and put him at the head of all dominion and all power that through his name, you are a son. That's a big time position. God did that according to whatever, according to his will, according to what he wanted to accomplish in order that we might be the sons of God to build a relationship with God. Verse 24, he put, it, he put Christ on the right hand of God far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all of the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Jesus Christ's ministry, he sits at the head, and we are all part of the body of believers that God gave to Christ. Everything is under Christ's feet. That's why his name is so powerful. There is not a spiritual dominion. There is not a human dominion that has anything to say when it comes to Jesus Christ. You pray in the name of Jesus Christ because that's the, he sits at the head and through him, all things consist. You're having a, if you're having a problem, you pray to, to God and you lift it in the name of Jesus Christ. Because that's how it's going to get taken care of. Through Jesus Christ is the access to God. That's the way God set it up. I'm going to stop there. We'll, we'll read next time. But I hope you're having a great day today. Happy Ephesians 1. <laughs> God bless you and I'll talk to you some other time. Oh, I 
Well, Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for uh, everything you do for us. I pray that you um, continually open up your word and that um, just when I, any type of teaching or anything when it comes to this, that you just um, show me what to say and, and how to say it so that there's no, um, this is not wrong. <laughs> and and I thank you for the day. I thank you for your son and what he did for us and your constant blessing. And I just lift up a great day to you in the name of my Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus.